0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Elevated Office Podcast. My name is Eric McGrew. I am the owner, host, producer, marketer, lazy bum of Elevated Office. And today I have with me as a guest, Zach Richards. You may know him as zigzagman.zr. Hey, Zach, where did that even come from?
1: Uh, from my
0: past. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll leave it like that then. I was just, I was just curious because I was like, that is an interesting handle. So it
1: doesn't have go. anything to do with the climbing device. Yeah, that I kind
0: of figured. <laughs> <laughs> so you may be wondering, we we don't really know what we're going to talk about in this episode. To be to be quite frank with you, there will be a title after the episode's done, right, Zach? I mean, what uh, we're going to talk a little bit about climbing gear, um, rigging gear. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, iPhones. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> who, cool. who knows, right? <laughs> it, or it, it'll it'll go where it takes us. But um, before we get into all that, of course, I have to remind you guys of my sponsors. So, um, really stoked to have my sponsors. They they really help make putting out this podcast practical. Um, there's a bit more expense to it than a lot of people realize. So, uh, Gap Arbor Supply has been a, a huge help. To me for the past year can you believe man that it's been a year zach that's since when
1: since the last time that we did this
0: no since i started with um gap arbor supply
1: oh man yeah i'm coming up i guess on my third year not buying from them but being an ambassador with them
0: yeah I, i was fortunate enough you put up a post for their black friday sale last year oh yeah all right i bought because of that and then i made a a public post on instagram and um ray was impressed enough with it that he he's like hey man i've got special pricing for you i was like awesome yeah sick dude yeah and and ray like got it started from there i mean once you have one sponsor it's easier of course to get others you know what i mean but yes he also um, helped me out with contacting Weaver, which I'm super stoked about. Um, so that's another one of my sponsors, of course, is WeaverArborist.com. So I have to give a huge shout out to GapArboristSupply.com wow. because, well, they're awesome. Um, Weaver's really amazing as well. I, I, once I got to know them better and saw what they're trying to do with their products, they actually have a lot of interesting products. Unfortunately, they just don't seem to be as well known as they could be or should be. Um, Plus, the new division in the arborist segment is really trying to put out new stuff and and be innovative as well. Um, We've got arbshirts.com. If you go down the menu to topics, elevated office, any of the designs in that category are designs that I created myself. And if you buy one of those shirts, I get a small commission of that sell. So that helps out elevated office and me um and then we have just com with lucas over there um porting building you know uh, all these saws and things like that he has um sumura light bars archer chains and some other stuff he sells west coast saw stuff so go see if there's anything there that you're you're interested in he also has um bench grinders that you can buy that are what is that brand Zach? to Tamar- uh-
1: Tekomik or Tekomik, yeah. not really sure how you say it. Yeah, but they basically, uh, well, you probably know that. But I got uh, Oregon bench grinders yeah. on my in my shop. Yeah, but tech they say on the back if you look, Tekomik makes them anyway. So yeah, and in the, fact they're the same.
0: Yeah, and in fact, um, we were talking about that the other day, and I actually did a comparison, and they are the same. Yeah. I don't know that there's any difference on any of the models. I think they're exactly the same on all of them.
1: So I think on the the most high end model, yeah, which for them is like the the Jolly Roger, maybe yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um something and weird. then yeah, and then the Oregon is the six twenty. Um the handles, everything's the same. But then the lower the lowest model that they make, I think that the handle on the clamp might be a little bit different just aesthetics Oh, okay there's no there's no functionality difference i believe
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm super stoked to have a grinder in my shop bro
1: yeah dude they uh
0: hitting a rock with a skip to chain that's 36 inch long yeah
1: yes they're they're phenomenal for repairing damage chains for sure um a little bit of get a little touch on them and they're awesome for actually i found that i can make chains last longer than by than hand filing like i can take less from uh just touching it up with the machine
0: yeah so um, what's funny about that is that you actually touched on a subject we hadn't really talked about talking about but i actually had this conversation with um what is his name on instagram arbor arbor photographer
1: I don't know who you speak of.
0: The guy that does all the h- nice photography for Arbor on the job sites he works on?
1: Oh, yeah. I think, I think maybe I know who you're talking is. about, but I don't know the name of his profile off the top of my head. So, yeah. sorry sorry to him.
0: <laughs> it's Austin Maidment is his name, and it's Arbor-tographer. is Okay is his handle on Instagram. You guys should go check him out. He does like high-end photography um, on site, which is pretty cool actually. Um, And we've, we've chatted a couple of times through uh, Instagram messaging and things like that. Um, But he actually was talking to me about this grinder because I put a photo up that I had gotten it, you know, Um, the truth of the matter is though, my shop's in a, a wreck because my truck is still broke down and, I just haven't had time to get everything organized back the way I want it to be. So I haven't even taken it out of the box. Right. But I do have experience with grinders. So I can still speak about grinders, even though I'm not, don't have this one in action yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people have this rumor and myth that grinders, you know, the, the machine grinders are, they ruin your chains.
1: Yeah, if you if you suck at using them, then yeah, I would say that that's true. But I mean, you can ruin a chain with hand files too if you don't know what you're doing. So,
0: yeah. So this is what I found. Tell me if you found something different. Okay. Um, yeah. One thing I do know is that people ruin their chain teeth when they are grinding them with a electric grinder, whether it be the handheld like Dremel style or the the bench grinders, right? Um, when they're trying to match the length or get a a damaged chip out of the edge and they're trying to take off a chunk, you know what I mean a relatively a chunk of tooth um they they grind it too hard in one go. Does that make sense?
1: yeah, you have to tap 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 tap, yeah, because Basically what it what does it is. is it
0: dehardens your chain
1: well it's yeah, it melts it so then like you have melted metal and like i think oh well i'm not like a chemistry guy or anything but when you melt something you actually change the chemical composition of it to a point it's just never going to be the same i mean it's just the same as like put a piece of plastic in the microwave and you know melt it yeah. to a puddle it's never going to be the same
0: So depending on how hard, because I used to be, I used to be a purchaser for raw materials of steel and stainless for manufacturing. So metallurgy is something that I have some kind of comp, you know, comprehension on more than me. So the thing is, is that certain kinds of steel, like a a hardening uh, steel that you would harden for like chain teeth, right. Or a knife blade. Um, within certain ranges you can heat them up and de-harden them you've tempered it again and it can not be changed enough to really affect it if you re-harden it does that make sense yes but even if that's the case like a tooth um it's it's hard when you do that edge real hard like that and you don't tap you just make one pull down on it and it grinds it off you know um yeah it's dehardened that portion of the tooth, or the whole tooth, depending on how hot it gets.
1: Yeah, well, no, yeah, most guys that are sharpening the chain wouldn't even know. Yeah, any of that. So, I mean, and I then, watched a bunch of videos when I got my grinder, my first one, and everybody said, "Tap, tap." Just you know, don't just dig right into it. So that's that's what I've always done. And when I when I worked I worked for a production company you know, that would be one guy's job on a rain day would be to sharpen like, you know, like 40 chains or something. So he yeah. would just, you know, destroy them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, And that was, and so, it, you know, as a result, everybody that worked there had this stigma about electric grinders that they sucked and they didn't get chains right. And, you know, the, the truth of the matter was that it, it was just the way that it was being used
0: yeah and and that's it it's funny because um if it's done right like you said if you keep it cool you just tap 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 until you get it to where it needs to be you know then um you don't change that hardness of the tooth but when you do change the hardness of the tooth that's when they don't hold an edge uh, or the teeth snap off yeah so but yeah i mean one. so recently i had a um I had my 461 out on a job and dude, I don't know what was in the tree. We never found out, but you know how it goes. You find that one piece of something in the tree that, I mean, how can it be a 60 foot trunk and you're just like bucking it up and you find that one bolt head. Uh, You got the same luck I do. You know, it ripped six of my teeth off.
1: Yeah, they'll do. <laughs> that's, that's that's unfortunate. At yeah. that point, I just throw the chain in the trash. Even if I lose like one or two, I well, I just don't even care. I just throw them away.
0: Well, it was a it was a twenty five inch chain, and it was brand new. Like literally, had one cut on it. Um, yeah,
1: that's a little demoralizing.
0: Yeah, so I just took it back to my mechanic, and she replaced the teeth for me. And it was still cheaper than buying a new chain for me, but. We had to match all the teeth to length, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so that because yeah, you ripped off six teeth, but the other teeth were all gnarled up too, you know. Um, so we had to like grind them all down, and so I I can get two grinds out of that chain now, and it'll be done.
1: <laughs> well, that's better than zero.
0: Yeah. So you know that's where, but my point of that was that's where those grinders come in really handy because trying to match a link take off that much material by hand no forget it
1: yeah i don't know like uh fucking billy ray i watch a whole lot of his stuff because they're all like 30 and 40 minute long videos and i always have that kind of time but he does seem to really know how to sharpen a chain. he did like uh like a mythbusters type thing where he filed a bunch of teeth to different lengths, yeah, and as long he he determined that as long as you get your angles correct, it doesn't matter. oh really, it, yeah, which is kind of something to keep in mind when you're hand filing um that i i I kind of saves me a little headache counting strokes and stuff like that it, do, it doesn't so much matter the length of the tooth as much as it matters that you get all your angles right gotcha. because each each raker if you're using a tool to bring your rakers down each raker is going to be the appropriate height for that given cutter tooth um yeah but when i use a machine obviously that takes the you know all that, that out of play it. anyway yeah it's just yeah. it's all they're all straight then.
0: So, do you, do you run two grinders in your shop, one for angle, one for rakers?
1: Yes. Yeah. Eventually, I'll get to that. Well, I, I didn't always have it like that, but when I, I wanted to upgrade to the, um, the higher-end grinder, I just set my old one up just straight for rakers, and that actually saves me the time of switching wheels and stuff, which isn't like a huge deal, but hey, I got to second grinder so yeah what why not right yeah
0: yeah it does that but that kind of stuff is the kind of stuff that can motivate you to get out there and actually do it versus demotivate you from doing it yeah you know what i mean it's like a lot of the kit that i have in my truck i don't have to have for climbing but honestly when i'm tired at the end of the week having that extra ease is like okay i can handle getting the tree a little easier today
1: yeah you know what i mean yeah i do yeah because a
0: lot of it we don't have to have i mean think about how guys used to climb but some of it's just that when you've worked that hard it's just nice to to not have to work so hard (laughs) if that makes
1: sense. no i yeah i completely agree
0: so yeah I, i i totally agree and and by the way same same thing um i bought one of those steel dremel style grinders okay they're junk um they they like they have a 1960s lamp roller switch on them to turn it on and turn it off right and the thing feels like the most plasticky china made piece that you'll ever find to put in your hands okay no ergonomics nothing right but they do have a good depth gauge on it And if you know how to hand file well, it makes sharpening your chains in the field much faster.
1: All right. Well, that's good to know. Uh, Yeah. I mean, for me, I, maybe my, I mean, it would probably be a little bit different if I owned a company and I was letting guys use my saws and stuff. But as a contract climber, no one uses my saws but me. Yeah, um, I don't
0: have that luxury,
1: right? Yeah, no, and I would—I mean, I cringe if somebody. Most of the time, I say something, but every now and then, when I'm working with buddies, like I'll let them use one of my saws, but I—I I don't like the way people run my saws. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I know the feel. But yeah, like when I if I hit metal, I've got you know, a lot of other saws that I can get, I can pick up to finish the day, and then I can just fix it when I get home. So I honestly can't even remember the last time that i sharpened a saw in the field
0: yeah um because i haven't had a good bench grinder at home i find myself sharpening out in the field more than i'd like but recently i picked up a i have almost three chains for every saw right and i can't yeah i'm the same way saw. so if worst case scenario all i have to do is change the the chain but um so the, unfortunately, since Zephyr is leaving, I'm stuck with a whole bunch of guys that don't have much experience. And that means they don't have much experience sharpening either, which we're trying to teach them. But in the meantime, I need work done and I'd rather spend a few minutes sharpening their saws than them run my saws. Yeah, I can see that. So the hand grinder comes in very handy because it, it has two alligator clips. It just clips onto like your battery of your truck um i have an auxiliary for a crane i have a um a winch cable plug you know those ones that you put like on atvs or if you have a winch that's removable you unplug them
1: okay yeah and i
0: i just clip the alligator clips to that and it makes it run as well but you know everybody's like oh those things the dremel ones and that they're they're awful they they ruin your chains once again but once again it takes a very light touch and you have to be able to hold an angle You know what I mean? Yes. If you can't hold an angle in the three dimensions you have to level and at the right angle, then you're going to ruin the chain. But you're going to do that with a hand pile too.
1: Exactly.
0: And it's not going to waste your chain. Everybody's like, oh, they eat too much of the chain. Well, how hard are you pressing on that stupid tooth?
1: Yeah, you don't have to take half the cutter away.
0: Yeah, you just need to finesse it so anybody out there that's wondering they do work they're handy if you do a lot of in the field sharpening for your style of business i think they're worth it um i do recommend though that you learn how to actually sharpen i mean you know
1: yeah i mean if you don't know how to sharpen like there's no <laughs> there's no device that is going to help you do better at that except your own brain yeah
0: yeah no, for just sure. learning. Yeah, that that's without a doubt. So, yeah, something something for you guys to think about. Um, this isn't I, me and me and Zach aren't the most animated about this topic because it's not our favorite topic. <laughs> but <laughs> I do think it's something that needs to be explained to people. You know what I mean? It's,
1: for for me, it's work. It's like what yeah. I dread doing on Saturdays and Sundays. I'm like, oh, I gotta go sharpen saws and clean them up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude, I need to get my souls cleaned anyway, but that's a whole nother topic. So I want to thank everybody for stopping by and checking out this episode of Elevated Office Podcast with Zach Richards as my guest on the show today. Please don't forget to stop by and check out my sponsors, GapArboristSupply.com, WeaverArborist.com. Just send at sols.com and also arbshirts.com. Don't forget, if you buy the designs that I've designed under the elevated office topic on arbshirts, I get a small percentage of your buy, and that helps keep the show going as well. And one last thing please don't forget to check out our Patreon page. And if you don't feel like becoming a member, which I can understand as well, um, there's always an opportunity for you guys to uh, be basically producers of the show in the sense that you can, um, give me a donation for the show. And then I will mention you guys name at the end of the show as well. And it's not a monthly commitment at all. So thank you all. And I will have the next episode of our interview with Zach Richards coming out soon. Thanks.